as we continue to consider the word that the Lord has laid on us as a church, as a ministry this season, saying to us that there is something indeed called insight that we need to seek earnestly as a people, as a church, as an assembly, and we pray that the Lord will indeed give us insight to what he has to say this very evening in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, how many of us were in church on Sunday? If you're in church on Sunday, let me just see you wave your hands to the heavens. Amen. And I hope multimedia will get ready to bring us a slide for Sunday. And we want to particularly say a very big thank you to the senior pastor for starting up this wonderful, wonderful series. It is not really something you see or you hear elsewhere but truly as we've continued in the last few weeks we've come to the realization that truly God wants us to have a deep understanding of the insights whether in the natural or in the spiritual which is indeed very useful and very practical as we've gone to see in the very last weeks and on Sunday pastor started um, an angle to it which is things that blind people from gaining insights. How many of us were in church on Sunday? So typically what I'm going to do, I intended to quickly um, have a very quick recap of what um, the series have been all about from the very first message that spoke about insightfulness and then when pastor came again, he taught us about insight at work and we bless God for Pastor Toby on Wednesday, who also came um, in the angle of insightfulness, spoke about the insight for living. So permit me very quickly, for the benefit of those who are joining us for the first time, I'm just going to try as much as possible to put these very three um, Sundays and Wednesdays together in a very, very practical manner. And the reason is, if we do not understand where we are coming from or where we are going to, it may make absolutely no sense, um, particularly to what God himself is doing. Ephesians chapter 4 and in verse 13, if multimedia can bring that up, I'm just going to read very quickly so that we'll see um, the mind of God for everyone, which is particularly the reason why we come again to study at the feet of the Lord especially in, um, in an interactive way such as this Wednesday. The Bible says in Ephesians 4 verse 13, let's, let's look at that. It says, Till we all come to the unity of faith and of knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Give us the next verse, verse 14. Now this was Paul speaking to um, to the church and they said that we should no longer be tossed to and fro like children um, carried about by every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitfulness plotting. Amen. So in essence Paul was saying that his whole aim as he began to teach the church was for everyone to come to what Paul called the unity of faith which means that we have the same understanding based on what is being taught that we have the same mind based on what is being taught and as we continue to dwell on the topic of insightfulness our prayer is that we'll all be on the same page and on the same mind so that we'll all become blessed by this word in the name of Jesus 
Amen. Now let me put these three Sundays in a very, very practical way. I wanted to um, run a very quick recap, but um, something came to mind and I'm going to try to make it very practical for everyone to see. So, so that we have a good understanding of the subject of insightfulness and insight which the Lord is laying in our hearts this season. So quickly I'm going to do something very, very practical this evening so that we have a grasp of what God is trying to say. Now, let's start with this. In the beginning of the year, the word of the Lord came to us as a church. And what was the word for us as a church? Anybody? That this is the year what? That we will all be settled by God. Is that correct? Now, I need quickly a volunteer. Anyone who wants to volunteer, or let me just call Brother Awesome up quickly. I want to show you something very, very practical so that we have a good understanding of what the word insightfulness is all about based on the teaching and the series that we have been having. Now, Brother Awesome is here representing every one of us that is seated here as a church. The word of the Lord has come to him. I don't know what um, is laid in his heart that he so desire from God that that area of his life where he wants God to settle. And God is saying, Brother Awesome, this year I'm going to settle you. Do you believe that? And he believes like every one of us, he truly wants to be settled by God just like everyone. And so he prays concerning that, he fasts concerning that, he reads God's word concerning that. And every Sunday he comes receiving God's word so that he can tailor his mind, he can tailor everything he does so that he will be settled by God. Now, if I tell Brother Awesome, let's be practical here. There is something on this altar that represents the blessing which brother awesome is looking for there is something on this altar which represents what brother awesome is actually looking for and in this case it's going to be in the form of a 1000 naira note the 1000 naira note is somewhere on this altar within this circumference so brother awesome have prayed and god is saying that the blessing of that 1000 naira note will be given to you now, this is what practically happens, which pastor is trying to let us know that the blessing is sure. So God is saying that blessing is within this altar. Let's give Brother Awesome just 30 seconds or one minute to try as much as possible to look for a 1,000 naira note that is hidden somewhere around here. Brother Awesome, you can start. So look for a 1,000 naira note that represents the blessing that you are looking for and you are praying for. So this is what happens. This is what happens when Brother Awesome is looking for. Just look for it. It's somewhere around here. This is what happens when we are praying. This is what happens when we go back to our businesses and everything that represents God. So Brother Awesome, it's hidden somewhere. Don't lift anything if you think it is somewhere just around. It's hidden under something somewhere around here. So if Brother Awesome is looking for the 1,000 Naira note, he can look for it as much as he wants to. But there is something that can guide him. He's correct. Let him keep looking. There is something. So you may be praying just like Brother Awesome. You go to work just like Brother Awesome. He's almost looking at the keyboard side. So let him keep looking. 
If you know where it is, just whisper it into my ears. So Brother Awesome can look for it as much as he can. Somebody is giving him expo right there. Amen. He's saying he should look into my pocket. Praise the Lord. I will Kukuma give you my wallet. So Brother Awesome is looking for it. Everywhere, something is hidden somewhere. A thousand narando that represents what he has been praying for. So you see, we can go to work, go to our businesses, and go to everything that represents what we are seeking God for. And God is saying, don't worry, it is just within this circumference. And so he's looking for it. It may be something that relates to his business, to his career, to his relationship. And so Brother Awesome is looking for it, but cannot find it. Now, if he doesn't have insight, will he find it? Will he find it? But there is someone in this place who I have told where I kept the money. And that person have insight to where the money is. If Brother Awesome will leave this place now and go and find insight, it may be in the form of gathering in the, with the brethren, it may be in the form of going to study, it may be in the form of learning, it may be in the form of association, which we have learned in the very few weeks. And if he finds someone who can direct him and give him guardians, the question is, will he find the 1,000 Naranduts? So he has done all he can. So that's what pastor is trying to say. The very fact that God says he will settle us doesn't mean that you will find it in the first seeking. There is something called inside that you will need to find. Praise the Lord. So it doesn't mean you'll find it in the first seeking. That you will live here and go back to work doesn't mean you will find it. That you go back to what you've been praying for doesn't mean you'll find it. So the instruction God is giving this season is there is something called insight that you need to seek. I never knew and as I began to study, I saw that for every time God promises a blessing to someone, to a generation, he also gives them the how to get it, which is the insight. You may be a Joseph sold to slavery and a Joseph who can interpret dreams. But not only did Joseph know how to interpret dreams, he also had the ability to bring solution. The Bible says when he gave Pharaoh the interpretation of the dreams, he also gave solution to what he had to do. So the prison experience may be where he learned all this from. So wherever we find ourselves, there is something that teaches us and exposes us to what God wants to do. Amen. So the last few weeks, what pastor was saying that to find the 1,000 Naran notes, what does awesome need? What does awesome need? Please appreciate him as he goes back to his seat. In a few moments, in a few moments, he's going to come back. I'm not done yet. So, brother, awesome, please meet that brother behind. He's going to tell you where the 1,000 Nairandot is. And before he comes, they're going to do something to him. So, now, please listen carefully. So, on Sunday, pastor came again and said, Now that we have taught us the essence of insight, now that we have taught all the essence of insight, there is, it, it, is not all, it is not enough for us to have insight. There are dangers out there which can also blind us even when we have insight. Can you please, hello, can you please blindfold him? I just want to show us something very quickly. He's going to come back with a blindfold. And on Sunday, pastor came back and said, the very fact that you have insight doesn't necessarily translate to the very fact that 
when God releases insight to you, there are some things that can still be a barrier, the things that can still stop you from gaining insight. So pastor said on Sunday that you may have insight, but there are some things that can still block you. The fact that you have the head knowledge, now there are some things that are hindering you from the overall sight of what you have to do. Amen. Now, okay, so he's back up here. So he's going to come back up. Now he has insight. There are, someone have told him exactly where the money is. So Brother Awesome is going to come. Please bring him up again. And this time, just give him a hand. Let him come up here. Praise the Lord. Let's appreciate him as he comes. So on Sunday, Pastor said, there are things that can blind us from gaining insights. Amen. Just take one step at a time. This is how, that is, this is why we should even appreciate God for even having the eyes to see. Amen. Praise the Lord. You will stay with him so that he doesn't miss his step or to avoid any form of danger. Amen. Just stay with him there. Now, for the past three weeks he has been coming to church, he now understands that in this season where God wants to settle men and God wants to settle him, there is a 1,000 naira note that represents whatever he has been praying for, whatever he has been seeking God for. And so for the past three weeks, he has now been in the place of tutorship and they've told him and they've taught him what he needs to do to be able to have access to those very things that his heart so desires. Now let me ask, Brother Awesome, do you know where the 1,000 naira note is? Do you know? Yes, sir. So now he knows what to do. And pastor came again on Sunday and, say, and said, the fact that you know what to do, there were men who missed this out, even though they knew what to do. But there were things that blinded them completely, even when they knew what to do. And that is why, amen, that is why the picture right there depicts Brother Awesome in this manner. There is blessing flying over where? everywhere he knows that the blessing is somewhere but there are some things that are hindering him from exercising and gaining the full sight in the spirit that he requires to give him direction to exactly what he needs to have is am i communicating this evening i'm painting this so that we have a full head knowledge and it is my own simple way of bringing these whole three sermons in summary and on Sunday, Pastor tried as much as possible to make it even interactive. And he gave us some clues to what can, can, can hinder us from getting inside. Do we remember anyone? Do we remember or did we write down anyone? Let me have some few ones that we spoke about on Sunday. Let's take it. Sorry? Hopelessness. Number one, somebody said something again. Prejudice. Number two, anybody? Envy. Number three, who else? Pride. So, pastor gave us this whole number. If you mention one, just get ready. You are going to explain to us in a few moments what you meant by what you said. Amen. If you stole it from your lesson notes, it's still allowed. We allow you to read. So, my sister, brother Bafemi, you mentioned too. God bless you as well. Praise the Lord. So, all these things that we have mentioned, in essence, represents the blindfold that Brother Awesome is experiencing right now. Am I communicating already? So, he has insight to where he can get the money but for some reason there is 
hopelessness that is blocking him. There is pride that is stopping him. There is, pastor spoke about traditions as well that is stopping him. And the whole lot which we are going to take time now to discuss. Because um, a problem known, they say, is what is half solved. So let's give Brother Awesome some few minutes again. Let's see if he's going to be different from this man, whether he can find it. He knows where it is. But the question is, can Brother Awesome actually find it? Having pride still on his face, having distraction still covered in his face, can he actually find it? Even the blessing that God said he will find. So, but awesome, you have another one minute. Let's see if you can find where the 1,000 around it. Just make sure you guide him. Don't go. So, let him move around and see whether he can find where the 1,000 around it is. Praise the Lord. Can you see, brother awesome? Just make sure you can see. So, now, please help me here. Is there a difference from... Oh, they say, leave him if he leave him even if he falls the the lord will give his angels charge over him I wish we didn't take the picture of Pastor Brown Awesome and put it in there. Brown Awesome, do you need more time? Praise the Lord. Please let's appreciate Brother Awesome. His time is up. Still let him wait there for a moment. Now, now we know and he knows truly there are things that can blind him from gaining insight. He knows where he should go. And please let's be careful here. What he has just done here can represent three years of searching. It can represent one year of searching. It can represent ten years it can represent him going back and forth you can see he's back to a very place he started from does he have insight yes he does but there are some things that even when he has been liberated from knowing what he had to do there are dangers inherent in him continuing to stay where he started from because there are pride there are pride on the way there are traditions on the way and every other thing that we mentioned on sunday now, Pastor is saying the very fact that you have insight but you are still blindfolded by these things doesn't guarantee that you will get it. And so that is why we began to look at these things that if heaven will help us to open our own eyes to see what is stopping us and the limitation and if we can gain the full insight and the, and the confidence to say let me take away this blindfold that have, helped me, that have held me for two years, for three years and all the years 
And if we can open it, perhaps Brother Awesome will find exactly what he has been praying for. And this is what the Holy Spirit does by guiding us to teachings, by guiding us to places, by guiding us to what we need to do and the understanding of what we need to do. Please, let's, let's remove the blindfold because this is what God is doing in my life and in the life of as many that have received this message. Amen. So God is saying, I have opened your eyes to see that there are things that is beyond asking God to bless you. It is beyond saying God has given me insight. There is another step where we need to, to break that barrier, which is why we are gathered here this evening. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, Brother Awesome is now free because he has held and he has known the message which God is delivering to the people. Now, Brother Awesome, do you know where the 1,000 naira is? Can you find it now? You are not blindfolded. Please look for the 1,000 naira. Anywhere the 1,000 naira notice. So this is what, if he allows himself to be liberated, he's looking for my pocket. And finally, he finds the 1,000 naira notes, which represent the blessing he has been looking for, which represent everything he has been looking for. And God has blessed you with 1,000 naira this evening. The Lord bless you. Appreciate him as he goes back to his seat. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, is this, is, 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 do we now understand what we are saying? Or what the word of the Lord has been trying to teach us. So this is what God is saying. There are things that can blind us. Even when we understand that there are roads and things we should follow. And in continuation of Sunday's message. We are going to just take a look at a few of them. Which we spoke about on Sunday. And some few ones which are added here. That at the end of the day when we are done looking at these things. It may be something that is hindering you as a person as a family, as an individual or whatsoever, as much as we unveil ourselves, the Lord will give us fullness of sight in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's appreciate the senior pastor as he adds to what we are discussing. Amen. Thank you very much. I think this is a place that we need to look at that slide that talks about activity without insight. Amen. Praise the Lord. Multimedia, please help us with that side. There's a slide that multimedia should have. I hope. Did you give them? This slide, no. Amen. <laughs> okay, I understand they don't have the slide. But I gave you now. Okay, I'll send it to them. You can carry on. Amen. All right, whilst we wait for that slide, and as it comes up, we hope um, it's going to bring more description to what we have looking at this evening. Praise the Lord. Now, like I said earlier on, there are some things we discussed on Sunday. Can somebody just mention one or two? You did mention one, Ma. What was what you mentioned? Ma? Praise you. We're going to look at as well in sales. Praise this. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, pastor described prejudice to be preconceived, in irrational, and unjustifiable opinion. Just like uh, what, what Moses was throwing to the Lord as in reasons and excuses for not being able to achieve a particular thing or to move forward in getting something. The reasons that you give, instead of you putting action, you're putting excuses and reasons for not being able to do it. 
praise the Lord. Please let's appreciate her for that. Now, sometimes when we speak about prejudice, we always sometimes think it's the, um, the thoughts that people have towards us alone. Sometimes it can also be the thoughts that we ourselves have towards our own self. Multimedia, help us if you have the scripture. Mark chapter 6 and in verse 3. It may not just be what people think about us alone. Sometimes it can also be what we ourselves think about ourselves. Just as she just rightly said, uh, bringing the story of Moses, as I think. And Moses saying, which is um, some things we also do to ourselves. Um, speaking about the limitations that we have. Here we have it, prejudice. Pastor spoke about the sea finish um, activity as well. Someone knows you so well, and so they don't think you can do certain things. And so we also had that experience um, even to Jesus. The Bible says in Mark 6 verse 3, it's up on the screen. It says, is this not the carpenter? Is this not the carpenter? The son of what? Mary and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us. So they were offended by what? Offended by him. They knew him as a what? As a carpenter. Everything about him they knew. So when he began to teach, when he began to do the miracles, when he began to do everything that Jesus was doing, and the people could not receive it. And so they possibly had opportunity to receive uh, an arm of blessing from Jesus, but because they thought they knew all about Jesus. And sometimes as well, we also think same, same about ourselves, thinking we know all about ourselves. Is this not me, me that I stay in so-so-so place? How can they be calling me for such a role? Have you ever received something ever before in life and you think to yourself, could this actually be me? Has it happened to someone? Alright, we have this slide. Okay, we have this up on the screen. It says, nothing is more what? Terrible than what? Activity without insight. Going back to what we saw the other time. We could see Brother Awesome. He was going all around. Did he get what he wanted to do? Did he get what he wanted to do? There is this... Um, there's, there's, uh, I think Pastor, we always say it over and over. I think it's a Yoruba word. It says... Um, Kitty, Kitty Kata is not dollar or something. Sorry? Yeah, Kitty Kitty could dollar, right? So um, I was told that your running around doesn't actually translate to dollars, praise the Lord, if that's also the case. But in other words, what he's saying that the running around doesn't translate to what? To success. The success will only come from where? Only come from God. So the, nothing is more terrible than what? activity without insight. In fact, this is what the, 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 the scripture said in, I think it's Ecclesiastes saying it is a terrible thing to wake up very early in the morning and so and go and and um, and and have the, all the activities of life only to come back tired and without result. Without insight, there is really nothing as terrible without insight. Praise the Lord. Pastor wants to say something. Amen. Now, this um, is a one-stop shop sermon. Nothing is more terrible than activity without insight. Huh? You just go round and around in circles. circles. Mm -hmm. 
Now, some people measure every day by their activity. I measure every day by results. Some people measure their work with God by their spirituality. No, it's by your results. What the amount of time this is saying is you better spend a greater amount of time receiving insight than running around. So when you hit the money, if you spend only five minutes here before it came out, gaining the insight, he will walk in there, pick the money, and he's gone. He stood there, walking around, trying all kinds of things. And I think this is the story of our lives. This year, God wants to settle you. You need to spend time listening to the sermons, gain insight. Otherwise, he may even fall because he was blinded trip over something break something destroy something and part of things he breaks he now owes money to pay it so this year is not kitty kitty kata kata calm down oga and gain inside praise god that scripture read is message bible that scripture that you just read sorry the scripture that just went read the message bible oh okay the message bible Okay, Mark chapter 6 verse 3. Yes, it's the message Bible if you can help us. Mark chapter 6 and in verse 3. Okay, that's it. Alright, it says, But in the next breath they were cutting down. He's just a carpenter. And what? Mary's boy. The Bible says again, they said, We have known him since he was a what? He was a kid. We know his brothers. James Justus, read with me, Jude, Simon, and his sisters. Who does he think he is? They tripped over what little they knew about him and fell, sprawling, and they never got any further. May that not be our portion in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, and they never got any further. Just like Pastor said, I think I really like that. We don't measure the day by the activities, but by the what? But by the results. Recently, as he was saying that, I, recently I met a friend who, um, in the evening when we're about to leave, he will ask me, how was your day? And just like every other day, like you meet any other person, how was your day? Whether the day was good or not, what do we answer? It was fine. And then when I said the day was fine, and he always asks me another question after that. Hope you were able to achieve everything that you set out to achieve. He mentioned and he asked that almost every day. And I never thought of it until one day I said to myself. And I said to him that day. No, I did not. I think that was some, sometime this week. I said, no, I wasn't able to achieve all I set out to achieve. And I said, but tomorrow I will continue and achieve it. And so it is not so much of how was your day, it was fine, but were you able to achieve that which you set out to achieve? Sometimes the journey to success may not be going forward again. It may just be going backward again to gain insight, just like Pastor said. Insight may be having someone to ask, how is this road? There are people who have traveled our roads. It may, not, it may make no, little or no sense if we keep on the same road without having to go back to them and say, how did you go about this journey? 
And how was this journey? Maybe somehow the people we speak to may give us insight to what we are supposed to do. May the Lord help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Um, can I just throw some light in this? The last sentence is what I think everybody should pay attention to. It says, they tripped over what little they knew about him. I think prejudice starts from, you know a little. If you want to get married now, you know a little about marriage, but you don't know enough. Bible says, they tripped over what little they knew about him, and they fell sprawling. And they never got any further. So sometimes you're not detailed enough. Sometimes you don't have enough insight. Like he says, sometimes you have not asked people who have traveled the path. So the little you know, you're running around the place. And you shipwreck a lot of things. So this season is not a season of running all over the place. It's a season to calm down. Gain insight. Get good counsel. Don't make assumptions based on your little experience that's what the scripture that's what they did with jesus and the bible says they got no further may that not be our portion in jesus name amen please one more time let's appreciate the senior pastor amen secondly we are going to look at another point somebody mentioned another point you did mention one more point but just before we come to him multimedia please help us with genesis 21 we're going to take verse 15 to 19 um one of the um preachers who have come to speak about inside spoke about this some few weeks back and i'm just going to pay a little bit attention to it i think it was pastor yomi if i can remember in genesis 21 verse 15 this is a very interesting story it's, it's, it's um, from verse 15 the bible says and this was a story of i think it was hagar and it got to a point where she was she departed from abraham's house with his son and it got to a point where the water they had and all they had to survive as long as the journey was concerned finished and the bible says it got to a point where she got tired the child got tired there was no food to eat neither was there water to drink as well the bible says she became very emotional and then it got to a point that she placed the child under the shrubs because she could not watch the child die and so she left where the child was waiting and the bible says and she backed the child waiting for the child to die and then the Bible said, let's read verse 15 to 19 so that we'll get um, better detail. The Bible says, and the water in the skin was used up. And she placed the boy under one of the shrubs. Give us the next verse, verse 16. It says, then she went and sat down across from him at a distance of about a bow shot. For she said to herself, let me not see the death of my boy so she sat opposite him and lifted her voice and did what and wept next verse verse 18 the scripture says in verse 17 and god heard the voice of the word of the lord the bible said did he hear the voice of the mother he said and god heard the voice of the lord then the angel of god called to hagar and out of the heavens and said to her what ails you hagar fear not for God has 
heard the voice again of the lad and he says where is what is he give us verse 18 arise lift up the lad and hold him with your hands for i will make him a great nation verse 19 the bible says then god did what opened her eyes and she did what and she saw a well of water and she went and filled the skin with water and gave the what the lad to drink amen now does this look like a story that we're familiar with what was her issue at that point she was caught up with the emotions of life emotions can really bar us from seeing solutions when like david the bible says and when they, they they took away everything that david had the bible says and david and his men what did they do the bible says they wept all night until they were without what without strength did that mean that god will answer their prayers so sometimes emotions may not be enough it may not be enough to call god sometimes we may have to put down emotions and look for the well that is available at sight the Bible says, and when the Lord God, the angel have sought the issues of emotions, and the Bible says, and the Lord God heard the prayer of the boy. The mother was caught up with emotions. Sometimes we can be too caught up with emotions and we blame everything for what is going on. If not that my father left me when I was 10, that, was, that is what is still holding me from making it. And so we hold emotions, we hold people accountable for everything, and the emotions keep going and going. But the Bible says as long as he, she had the emotions wrapped up in her eyes, she could not see that there was a well of water just close to her. And the Bible says, then God opened her eyes. May the Lord open somebody's eyes in this place. And the Bible says, God then opened her eyes and she saw a what a well of water and she filled the skin with water and she continued on her journey the same way abraham took the child on the altar and he was about to kill the child the bible says and god said no and when that was done he was caught up with emotions as well but when all that was over the bible says and god made him to see that there was a lamb close by a substitute lamb May our emotions not cloud us from our judgment in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're going to take two more just before that. We're going to listen to him as well. Let's see what he has to say. And then we'll take two more of what we have here. Praise the Lord. Let's appreciate him even before he says anything. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, as I mentioned hopelessness. And uh, I would like to use a personal experience to explain this. I remember those days when I finished secondary school and, you know, the, the goal was to get into university and all of that. But unfortunately, I failed work. And I used to pride myself as a very intelligent and cerebral person. And my mom called me, was like, go and retake it. I was like, no, I've never failed any exam, so I won't, re I won't retake any exam in my life. So. That feeling of despondence and hopelessness, I was like, well, I had the insight that education is the key to success, right? But because of the pain of failure, because of the pain of failure, I felt hopeless about the pursuit for education or for academics. And 
one thing we should pray for is at a point at, a, at, at our lowest ebb at a point where we feel so help, hopeless and despondent in life we should have people the bible talked about moses and the men that held up his hands we should have people that would hold up our hands people that would you know we could lean on when we were weak it took a word from my younger brother everybody every other person spoke and i was like i beg no no i'm not i'm no longer interested let me go and learn trade or something but it took the it took a word from my own younger brother he called me said bros you are the one always encouraging us to be academically inclined to be serious with our studies so why do you want to give up now because of one failure and that word only made me pick up myself again and then give it another shot so if we are blinded by hopelessness and we have someone who could even if the person is not able to remove the blindfold but can guide us we could still get to our blessing thank you very much amen please let's appreciate him well as he was saying that i remember one of the things pastor said on sunday he spoke about bad experiences do we remember that as well so truly bad experiences can bring hopelessness just like he said sometimes you may try one thing the first time try it the second time and the same result comes and so that itself can give hopelessness and blind and short circuitous from giving another shot and so bad experiences just as he rightly said can be one of the things that can truly truly give us that um, hopelessness that is speaking about that blinds us truly from gaining the very insight that god wants to take us to and i pray that that will not be our experience in the name of jesus now let's take another one you want to say something okay praise the lord Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, that story of a guy, I read it that uh, even before Abraham sent her away, when the madam was very harsh, she ran away. Mm. And the angel of God met her and gave her some words that I will make your offspring a great nation. So probably before she was initially sent away, God has spoken to her. She already had the promises of God before she was eventually sent away from the earth. But she never remembered. Because she's been a slave. The mentality, the emotions that have been a slave, even when she came out with her daughter, with the, with the son, she didn't remember. She gave up. Because of the emotions that she always been, you know, I'm a slave. I mean, what best can, what, what can come out of me? Let me just give up. Even though at one point in time, when she was out, God spoke to her. She couldn't remember that promises. Like most of us, sometimes we are troubled. Our prejudices overwhelm us. We never even remember the promises that God has given to us one time or the other. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Please let's appreciate him one more time. Amen. Actually, we should not rush away from that. Thank you so much. Can you help me appreciate him again? What he said was loaded. This Hagar, the Lord had given her that word before. Because she first ran away. He says, go back. And then they put her out. 
look at what the scripture you told us to read this scripture it says the angel of the lord told her arise lift up the lad and hold him with your hand for i will make him a great nation then god opened her eyes so part of insight is until you go back to something god has said to you god cannot open your eyes it was the word god had given her before that god said hold up this child which means use your hand to identify what god has told you then god opened her eyes that, that's the way inside works many of us have left what god said to us we need to go back it's a, a bible says then god opened her eyes amen praise the lord now as pastor was speaking i, I said to myself sometimes we look for new words new revelation of what god has to say god give me a new word it may not just be a new word that we need it may be the word that was spoken yesterday that we have not even seen the reality we have left that one because we think that cannot come to pass and so like hey god we're looking for a new word and god is saying go back lift the child go back to the to the word of yesterday because therein lies what i'm going to do may the lord bless and open our eyes truly in the name of jesus amen is somebody being blessed this evening amen praise the lord let's look at another one i hope if somebody have anything to share you can raise your hand i'm going to be taking one from the uh, from the people and then one from my notes but about femi has his hand then we'll come to you sir praise the name of the lord let's take it one at a time let me take one more now and then we'll come back to you but about femi and multimedia help us with mark chapter 7 and verse 8 as we look at another subject as another point rigidity being set in your own way and being opinionated amen you are set in your own way and you are too opinionated amen praise the lord and mark 7 verse 8 the bible says for laying aside the commandments of god you hold the tradition of what of men the washing of pitchers and cups and many other things and many other such things that you do and at this point god was trying to show them new things that jesus was bringing but they were going back to the very old things there are ways that we are doing things now that may not produce the results of yesterday there are ways that we are running businesses now that may not truly produce the results of yesterday if we can go back to the place of learning how are other businesses how are other things as striving even in harsh economies how are other people succeeding maybe there are things we are doing our own very way this is the way that we used to do it and there is no other way but those ways are not working anymore sometimes we need to just go back we are too clouded by what we knew yesterday that when we have people bringing new ideas we are saying no this is the only way this is the way we preach this is the way we spread the message sometimes i wake up and i'm going to work in the morning and i see people using microphone and, and then preaching on the road and i'm saying to myself these people that you see everybody is busy looking for what to eat this early morning this may not be the way but if people understand that there are other ways that message can be spread, the gospel can be spread, those people you are trying to speak to that are not listening, if you find a way to reach out to those phones they are holding, wouldn't they receive the message? The results will be received. 
And so sometimes we may just be too rigid in our ways, too opinionated in our ways that this is the only way that we know, that we do not receive other ways and other insights and other ways to doing and achieving different results. May the Lord open our eyes in the mighty name of Jesus. So the Bible says, and God says, laying aside, there must be putting aside of all these commandments of God, and you, you lay aside the commandments of God, but you hold on to the traditions of what? Of men. What is it in our hearts that we are laying so much emphasis on that is not producing the desired result? If we can take a step back and say, is this really working? If it is not, then it may be what is blinding us from exercising the very insight that God has given us. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Let's have Brother Abafemi and then we'll come to you, sir. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Pastor made us to know that uh, about Joseph in Potiphar's uh, house. And that was in Genesis chapter 39 from verse 1 to 4 genesis 39 Nine, 1 to 4, four. Uh, the ishmael they sold uh, uh, joseph to uh, uh, the uh, because uh, because of enviness the brothers of joseph they sold joseph to the ishmael uh, ishmael's ishmaelites then potiphar now bought joseph from them because Potiphar saw what, uh, Joseph, what God has deposited in Joseph and his eyes of understanding was open to realize that Joseph will be a good uh, because that Joseph is already a good servant in yeah. his house so Joseph was being made the head of the Potiphar's uh, this thing. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please let's appreciate Ambassador Obafemi. Now what he's saying is, um, this was also spoken about on Sunday that the brothers of Joseph they didn't have insight. Did they sell Joseph or not? They did sell Joseph. And Ambassador is reminding us that the same Joseph that they sold to slavery it's the same Joseph that got to Potiphar's house. And the Bible says, there's a, scripture, uh, up, uh, there's a scripture that says, And Potiphar said, and Potiphar perceived on Joseph, that it's because of Joseph that the Lord had blessed everything in his house. The same man that, his, that the brothers sold away is the same man that Potiphar saw. And the moment he came to Potiphar's house, the Bible says, And everything that Joseph laid his hand upon was what was a success and Potiphar noticed that in Joseph and the Bible says and he said to Joseph I have seen that everything that you lay your hand upon my house have succeeded the moment you came and the scripture says because of that very instance the Bible says and Joseph gained favor before who before Potiphar Sometimes when we hear that Joseph gained favor, it's also uh, an understanding for us to say to ourselves, it is very good that we perceive those that the Lord has brought into our lives to bring success actually in our lives. Amen. Last week, Pastor Toby was telling us about perception. There are people you will perceive. If you cannot perceive it, there are people that, that, that organizations are perceiving to bring success in businesses. And they are keeping them of all they had to. 
Someone was sharing a story with me last week, and he said, um, someone was sharing a story about one of the staff. He said there was there, there was a time where the business he was doing, no matter what you do, one of the key um, elements in that business is your ability to manage the customers. So there will be times where people are aggrieved. What to say to them to buy more time for the business was very key. And so that was his own responsibility as a head of the department. So whatever he does, he doesn't really pay attention to what is being done. He knows for every job that they will require more time. They will require to talk to angry customers and all the rest. And so he has been doing that for a very long time until one day he brought in a younger person into the business. And as they were going... At some point in his life, he discovered that he could not go to meet one of the customers. And so he sent this boy to go on his behalf. Not expecting a positive result because he was just a new man in the, in the, in the office. And so the story went ahead that for everyone the boy met, the boy was able to convince everyone at any point in time. He will convince the customer, the customer, they will, tell the, they will tell him, when you go, ask for three more days, we'll, we'll deliver in three days. For every time the boy comes, he will tell them he has gotten an extension of one week. How he did it, the man did not know. And so one day the man said, I decided to follow him to see what he said. And he said he discovered that he doesn't really say anything far different from what he used to say. He didn't even have the articulation as much as he does. But he just notices that for every time the boy goes, there is something that he comes back with and he could not explain it. And so he rose the boy to the point where he was the, he was the only one that was able, that was put in charge to relate to those customers. And so for every time the boy gained more, and one of the reasons why he explained that was an incident that happened some few weeks back and all he needed or what he expected that the contract was going to be cancelled and he sent the boy he said please go whatever he said whatever they say we will take it because at some point they could not find solution to what was being done and so they had alternative which would cost the customer more money and more time and then he sent the boy and he waited he waited and waited and the story that the story went ahead and said when the boy came the boy said the customer bought the solution the second solution that was not as good as the other one and then he said to himself this is the reason why he had placed this young man in this place and so sometimes it is good for us to be able to perceive those the lord god himself has sent to our life that will make quantum impact in our businesses in our lives and everything that represents an increase that what God wants to do for us may the Lord open our eyes to see such people in the name of Jesus Amen oh someone wants to speak All right, oh, let's... hold on can you clap now you know this is the point of the point of insight don't be dull when insight is being released because sometimes it's not just you. It is having the right person with you. The ten brothers had the man that will bring solution to the known world. They sold him. Potiphar bought him. And since you quoted the script, perceived that it was because of him. But if that insight did not last. After a while, he pushed him to jail. You need to listen. Um, our brother gave his own testimony. This guy is now a very brilliant scholar. I know his academic record now. 
Nobody will believe that he pay, failed Waek. It was not his older brother that got his attention. It was his younger brother. I know from that day you don't joke with that boy. So it's not a matter of age. It may be somebody lesser than you that will, that will give you the insight that will make your life work. You want to say something? Okay. I'll... This same man that didn't pass school was the best graduating student in university. It took one junior brother to make us witness the miracle. That's his wife saying it. Can I tell you something? On Sunday, I talked to you, but I don't think you are listening to me. Saul had all the trappings of being a big boy, but nothing was working in his life. He couldn't even find a donkey. He said, let's go home. And many people here have gone home. At that point, it was a servant. That point was the point of his life. He either lived and died a failure or was going to become the first king. He didn't have it. The servant said, let's ask a man of God. Saul didn't have the sense or the insight. And he now knocked it down. He said, so when we go, what money are we going to give him? You, it was a junior brother. Saul, it was a servant. You need to perceive who it is around you. Stop listening to the wrong people. One of my pains as a pastor is I see how a lot of people, I'm telling you the truth. When I greet you and I look at you, I know more about you than I'm telling you. My pain is that, God, help me wake this person up. If someone said, oh, there's no money. He said, I have money. A servant holding money for the ogre. And when they got there, Samuel said, is it not you I've been waiting for? It is on you the desire of God is on. And you are going to go home to your low diva in all your thinking. I prayed one prayer on Sunday. I don't think you heard me. I said, pray that you will find yourself next to the person that matters. This season is not about many people at all. Again, we have struck it. He perceived. But it did not last. When we gain insight, it will last in Jesus' name. Amen. What are your hands doing? You can do much better than that. Amen. We still have few hands. Let's just take the hands. Then we'll come. Okay, you have the mic. Let him see if he has the mic. Just to add to what Pastor already said. In the case of um, Naaman, the Naaman, military, yeah. yeah, the military leader. If he was not sensitive enough to have listened to that little girl, I mean, he had all the money in the world, he had all the power in the world. It was even mentioned in the Bible that he got angry because there were several other rivers that he could have, you know, gone to wash himself off, and for the fact that he had to do it seven times. A number of times you might get worried after maybe the first time. That's even if we even take the step. After the first time, the second time, the third time, no result. And, you know, it might just be at that point where we're supposed to do it after the sixth time. And the seventh one is supposed to bring it that we just lose all, you know, all hope and all of that. And um, 
in addition, about rigidity, um, I'm a swim coach, and one of the things that God has blessed me with is the ability to use words to explain things that people always tend to find very scary to do. Because when you are in the pool, you have to understand that the water does most of the work. Your own duty is to just relax. But I've come in, I've come in contact, and last week I met a person that was supposed to train. And the person that brought her said he knows how to swim and he has taken her to the pool like several times and trying to teach her, do this, do that, do that. And, you know, just being rigid didn't get the work done. But at the point where, you know, listen to just a few words that I said and in less than 20 minutes, things started to work out fine and... That's how it is. So I just want to mention that I pray that God would help us to receive insights to know what to do and how to perform these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Please let's appreciate it one more time. Speaking about Naaman and the servants, we can see two examples there. Number one, Naaman was almost stuck being set in his own ways, which we spoke about rigidity. He has an opinion of how things should be done, of how God should bless me. But that wasn't the case. The Lord God blessed him by the reason of a servant that was in his house. And sometimes we also need to be careful that there are people who God has sent in our way. They may be in the form of a servant or someone little to us in status. But that doesn't really mean we should treat them with um, discontent and all the rest. Because they may be the voice that God will channel our blessing through. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I know we're breaking protocol here. But the main point, after listening to the servant girl, when he met Elisha, Elisha didn't come out. Say, tell him to go and bathe in the Jordan. And he said, what is this nonsense? I expect him to come out, wave his hands, prophesy. The man didn't even come out. Then he said he's not going to do that. You know, sometimes rigidity is that you expect God to do it this way. The counsel that you're going to get may not be what you expect. The Bible says when he bathed in Jordan, his skin became like a newborn baby. The man didn't come out. So, when you're rigid, you're predetermined on how God will help you. How God is is a dangerous thing. It's a major blindfold. May God deliver us from it in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Now, are we getting this? The blindfold being taken off gradually. Praise the name of God. We have more hands. We have three hands. Let's have them. Let's have our brother. Your hands have been up for a while. Let's appreciate him even before he says anything. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. On Sunday, pastor said something that blew my mind so much. Distractions. He drew his uh, message from Luke chapter 10, verse 39, the Passion Translation. Talking about Mary and Martha. Mary was at the feet of Jesus, learning and gaining insight. Martha was there doing household chores, you know, preparing for the, the stage. I am saying that there is too much noise in the society. Are we able, are we able to take the word we hear here home? Or do we get outside and are not able to filter the noise. If you don't filter the noise, you will be able to do the same thing over and over again in the years to come and get the same result. That's why people are not moving forward. 
let's watch distractions. Distractions can kill. Praise the Lord. Amen. Please let's appreciate him very quickly. God bless him. In fact, as a matter of fact, that was going to be the next subject that I was up next point I was going to take out, which is distraction, addiction to mindless activities or over activities. If you've been in church long enough, there was a message pastor preached one time that spoke about um, that spoke about um, the voice of God. Which, and he said something that every time there will be a voice speaking. If you are not hearing from God now, the moment you leave there, there will be another voice that will be speaking. That you will stay without hearing anything, it's a lie. Whether it's God's voice you will hear, if you don't pay attention to what God is saying, over time, there will be another voice speaking. Praise the name of the Lord. And the subject and the text he, he spoke about is Luke 10 verse 39 to 41 let's just quickly have that then we have the next hand luke 10 verse 39 multimedia if you can help us so that we have a better understanding of how he has um passionately spoken about us taking away distraction amen luke 10 39 to 41 as we wait for multimedia basically if you remember the story at some point jesus said okay it's up on the screen Give us verse 40. Let's just move to... Okay, go straight to 41 so that we won't have to do the long reading. Verse 41, the Bible says, The Lord answered her. He said, Martha, my beloved Martha, why are you upset and troubled, pulled away by all these distractions? Are they really that what important? You know, some people are not here and you are asking, what could they have been doing that is that important? There are things that we do that we think that is important. And Jesus said, why are you pulled away? So it means distraction is a pull away. When you are distracted, you are pulled away from what you should or where you should be. And Jesus said, are they really that what important? It's for us to go back and say, what are the things that are distracting me? Is it social media? Is it too much time on sports? Is it too much time with friends? Are they really important if you lay them side by side with gathering with the saints or going to where you will learn things? Are they really that important? God bless you, my brother, for that. How passionate you are about that. Distractions can be a killer and the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Lydia's hand is up. We're going to have my sister here. We'll have Brother Awesome and then we'll come to Lydia. Let's have, um, no, let's have her first. Let's take it by order. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, this is a personal testimony, not something that happened like two weeks. It happened between day before yesterday and today. Amen. And cuts across distractions, emotions, insight, talking to somebody to gain insight. Day before yesterday, I went through something and I cried. I cried and I was telling God that when is it going to end? Talk to me. So I was like, okay, who can I even talk to? Who can I call? And a name came to my mind. So immediately I picked up my phone and I called him and I said, okay, sorry that I'm going to take your time. This, this, this happened. So it was like, okay, first thing first, before I say anything, let's pray. But in my mind, I was like, what am I saying? What are you saying? But okay, let's pray. So we prayed about it. And he now said that the person you're looking up to, to help you, might not even be that person that God wants 
to use. But you are just there because the person is carrying this position and this class. You feel that this is the person that will help you. That, okay, between now, which was deep for yesterday evening and tomorrow, say this prayer. And I said, okay, what is the prayer? And I said, that God should open my eyes. That whoever God is going to use, God should direct me to the person. So I said, okay, I'll pray it. And I said, make sure that you, and please, I'm talking to everybody here. I'm talking to everybody. He now said that, make sure that you say the prayer. I said, okay, I'll say the prayer. He called me again and said, I don't know why God is telling me to tell you to pray this prayer. I said, I've heard you now, I'll pray the prayer. Before God and man, I forgot. <laughs> but when I woke up to do my quiet time, I remembered and now said the prayer. In my bathroom, God now told me, call this particular person. A senior colleague of mine. So I was like, it's been a while. Why will I now call? But within me, I've already disciplined myself that when I hear something, I will not question. Once I'm able to know that, okay, this is God speaking to me. So I came out and I called. So the guy was now like, ah, Hajara, this is you. Where have you been all this while? I said, I'm around though. I'm fine. I'm okay, okay, okay. Come and meet me in my office. That was today. So I said, okay, I'll come. Send me your office address. I know his address to be in Ogba, but I don't know the name of the streets. So I went there and I called him, sir, I'm outside. Ah, come inside, come inside. And I said, I don't see anybody here, but you know lawyers, I'm so sorry, sir. We, are, we can argue for Africa. So he was arguing, I was arguing. Serious argument. And I said, okay, sir, do you know what? There's no need to argue. When I come to your office, then we can argue very well. On getting to his office, this man, I knew him way back when we are going to court. I will take a bike to go and meet him in his office. And I got to the office. Glory be to God. Immediately, the whole building, the whole street, his name, so, 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 and so, Chambers. I said, ah, is he not this person? I walked in. I said, sorry, I want to see. I mentioned the name. The gate man was like, ah, ah, guy you call like that. In my mind, I was like, what's wrong with this one? Do you even know who you are talking to? They took me inside. Lo and behold, on seeing this man, when we were running around kitty kitty together, he was just a lawyer like me. He's now an SAN. Not small SAN. I got there, but in order to like compose myself, I entered. Now I said, Ajara, this is you. Where have you been? Where have you done? Da, 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 da. What are you doing now? The staff that was in his office, he excused her. Please go out, let me talk. This is your senior colleague. It's your senior colleague. Sit down. What have you been doing? Where are you? Can you come? And I told him, sir, you know me that I thought very well. Sir, I'm not here for any other thing. This is it. 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 Is that all? I said, yes, sir. Hajara, is that all? I said, yes, sir. Okay, sit down. He carried his phone. Called one other colleague. That one now said, okay, Monday, you can come to the office. You can start. Amen. That's Amen. That is just a peace. Praise the Lord. A peace. A peace in the sense that 
the reason why I said it, talk, it talks about, I mean, it clocks on emotion is I'm a very, very emotional person. On a good day, I will have cried my life out and questioned myself. I'll question God. To me, I'll say I'm praying, but that prayer is questioning God. Yeah. I will have disturbed my son like there's no tomorrow. But to the glory of God, I was able to hear that. Okay, call this person. Talk to this person. Call, thank you, sir. And I obeyed. If I had sat down there and cried and think that, yes, this is me. Oh, this is another year. How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? <laughs> Till tomorrow, I will have missed that opportunity. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Just a very clear case of Hagar. You will have just cried all your way out, but you won't have. Let me even ask the person that was telling you to pray that God should open your eyes. Is he a member of Grace Assembly? This is how the Spirit of the Lord is working. Praise the Lord. Let's appreciate her one more time. Amen. Let, let, let them bring that slide again. Um, it is a terrible thing to activity. Nothing is more, more terrible. terrible. Than activity without, without insight. insight. Look at the moment you gained insight. Look at how much happened compared to all the time you have passed. You connected with the person God wanted to use to help you. The person was ready for you. The person said, Is that all? May we hear that statement in the name of the Lord Jesus. When you write your request, they say, is that all? You know, pass that one. And you said, there is more. You see me later. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Alright, our time is well spent. We're going to take Brother Awesome and then we'll take Sister Lady. Amen. You are not... Praise the Lord. Praise Let's the Lord. listen to Brother Awesome. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, just to continue from where our mommy just stopped now what you said. The Bible said in the book of Genesis chapter 21 verse 14 verse 14b it said, and she wandered on aimlessly and lost her way in the wilderness of Bathsheba and verse 17 said, I'm just going to take it and take it. Verse 17 said when the angel of the Lord stopped, the angel of the Lord did not hear her because she was speaking negativity she was complaining, she was it was the boy and God helped her in such a way that she separated herself from the boy so there are some people you have to separate yourself from but she separated herself from the boy and dropped the boy you you can continue nagging and the Bible says that God heard the boy the voice of the boy and not the woman that had been complaining the boy the boy was just and um, verse uh, there is a part I wanted to oh God now she said, uh, the angel of the Lord told her, I said, Agar, why are you troubled? Verse um, 17. He said, He said, Agar out of heaven. I said to her, What troubles you? There are so many things in your mind. There are so many things in your heart that you're not supposed to be thinking about. These are the things that you're supposed to be thinking about. Look at your boy. I've heard his prayer. So yeah, these are the things that you need to do. Move forward. What has happened has happened, but what next? What next? Like Pastor used to say, What next? Thank you. Praise the Lord. Please let's appreciate we are awesome one more time. Amen. As someone be blessed this evening. Truly we can go on and on and on and truly see that most of these examples are what really even play out in our own personal lives. 
that the moment you understand that there are things that can really be the true blindfold of life from making you see the way God sees. So you may have all these insights on what to do. As you even rightly said, you may have had the knowledge to call someone and some other things, emotion may have just overtaken the whole thing. And you will say to yourself, could it be this man that God will use to help me? Could it be this man that God will use to help me? And you are looking up for, to someone else, but the person God wants to truly use is not even in your list from the beginning. May we not be little, whoever God is raising for our sake in the name of Jesus. Things that blind people from gaining insight. If somebody has been blessed this evening, just celebrate the name of the Lord. And God will pray. And we, we, we just hope by the example that we practicalized earlier on that we can truly see just, just the picture that was painted about the man that was wandering and looking for the dollar. Like Pastor explained on Sunday, there's a way you move your hands around and the, your hands will form a current and what you are supposed to be gathering will just be going farther and farther away from you. May, not, may that not be our experience in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you've been blessed one more time, let's celebrate the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords for his word, discipline in the name of Jesus. Just in a moment, just bow your heads and just be grateful to God for how much he has exposed his word. He has exposed us to the light of really what he wants us to see and who he wants us to see and become in him. The Bible says that the eyes, that your eyes of understanding may be enlightened, that you may be able to comprehend. This evening, I pray that everything that we have learned will be an eye-opener at the beginning of greater things in our lives in the name of Jesus, that we will receive insight in every area that will require God's help and God's hand in the name of Jesus. As we have prayed, I join faith with you and so shall it be in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. One more time, let's thank and celebrate God for his word. The name of the Lord be praised in Jesus' name. And we want to encourage us, like Pastor said, this is just an instruction to the very global word for us that God wants to settle us this year. And so as God has started that you need to gain insight. And some of us will begin to see things differently. Like your example is a clear example of how God will continue to, 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 to direct our step. Because we understand better what to do. If we take a step back and learn something for five minutes. It may save us a year of trouble and of going all the way around. May that not be our portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah.